<laughs> yeah, this is Tony Baker back for another session of that verbal cardio. Yeah, man, you know what? Forget all that, man. Farts in the car, all right? Farts in the car. I've had it with this. I know a lot of y'all are thinking, like, what are you even talking about, man? I'm talking about farting in the car. If you do this when other people are in the car, you a straight up villain, straight up and down, man. You are a villain and you should be treated as such, man. How dare you, man? The reason this hits close to home and, is, and why it's on my heart right now is because my sons keep farting in the goddamn car. No regard to the other people in the car. Human lives are at stake while they just farting, thinking about themselves, getting their own release, their own relief. What about us, man? What about the innocent victims and innocent, just the innocent nostrils in the car, man? What about that, huh? You think about that? It's like, and I know y'all are like, so what, Tone? You know, no, forget all that, man. Let me tell you something, man. Me and my sons, we live in Burbank, California. It's not a big city, okay? Population 100,000 plus. The land area is not that massive. It's in between Glendale and North Hollywood, okay? It's not that big of a place. The majority of the time when me and my sons are in the car, we just running my little usual errands. I'm picking them up from school. I'm going to the store. We going out to eat. I'm bringing them to my place. I'm dropping them off at their mom's. You know, typical stuff. But we're not in the car for long periods of time. We're not even on the freeway, okay? So then they hit me with, oh, I couldn't hold it. Oh, you, you couldn't hold these farts back while we just drive around the local town, man. Burbank is a town, guys. You couldn't hold it. You couldn't hold it. And plus, we'd be running errands, so we'd be back and forth. We'd be in and out of the car quick, man. And a lot of times, it'd be like, oh, I just didn't have to fart then when we were coming. No, man. So, so this fart just crept up on you after we went one mile from Target. This, this, this fart that you can't even hold back for two miles, just crept up out of nowhere, and it's hurting you so bad, you got to release it right now on my innocent nostrils, man. I'm just minding my own business, trying to be a father, driving the car, listening to music, trying to get my soul in order, trying to get my life together, and you just going to unleash this upon my nostrils, man. It's unfair. It's not right. See, I think about other people. If I was to let one loose in the car, man, everybody would die, including me, okay? I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about lives, man. Y'all not ready for my release in the car, man. Everybody's devastated, okay? But I'm thinking about other people. I'm thinking about my kids, my my legacy. You feel me? They don't even think about that, man. It's all about them and their relief, man. They villains, man. And then they know they wrong, man, because when I look over there, he already looking right at me, man, because he know the deal. And then why are you going to sit there and sneak one off? You're not even going to roll the window down. You're just going to keep the window up like nothing ever happened, man. The truth is going to come out. The truth is going to hit my nostrils, man, like a sledgehammer. You think I'm not going to notice that? You think it's not going to come back to me tenfold? Huh? 
Even if I'm on the phone, I'll be like, wait, hold, hold on a second. Which one of y'all farted in there? This is just, and they piss me off. They just like to see me upset. I think I'm funny to them when I'm upset. I think they just love to hear me upset, man, because they keep doing this, man. They're straight villains, man. My sons are villains. They need green capes and metal masks, man. They villains out here. Just villainy, man. Farting in the car. If you fart in the car with other people in there, you're wrong, people. You're wrong, and you need to be locked up at Arkham Asylum with the Joker, the Penguin, and all them other villains in there, man. You're wrong for this. You're wrong. But other than that, people, how y'all doing, man? Hitting y'all with another dose of this verbal cardio, man. I just had to get that off my chest. Okay, I'm looking at USA Today on the nighttime tip and uh, seeing what's going on. They had the Republican debate again. This is the 11th Republican debate. How many debates these clowns going to have, man? Trump still cutting up and just looking like a fool. Um, if y'all are really supporting Trump, man, y'all just need to be slapped. Okay. Um, and people are really scared that he's going to win. Um, I'm not really worried about him winning. I have more faith in the American people than that. I, I just think, I just think ultimately they won't let that happen. But who knows, man? People let me down all the time, man. I don't know, but I don't, I don't see, I don't see, you know, Hillary losing to him. He has no political experience. You know, he's a, he's a shoddy businessman. How many failed businesses has he had? And like, come on, man. You think the military is gonna respect this guy? I don't know, man. He's a clown. Um, what else is in the news? Town to pay student a hundred and ninety-five thousand dollars in desk flipping suit. Oh, that sounds pretty lavish for a desk flip. And y'all know I got a fetish for like flipping over tables and desks. Oh man, I didn't know that was gonna cost a hundred ninety-five thousand dollars though. North Korean leader wants nukes ready to fly. Man, yo, North Korea be scaring the shit out of me, man. They just, they over there with the pistol. You remember that movie Juice with Tupac? Once he got the, the, the pistol, that just changed his whole vibe. He just lost his mind once he got that. They remind me of Bishop, man. I'm going to start calling North Korea Bishop over there, man. They just ready for war, man. Like, what's going on over there? Why are they ready to destroy everything? Because a nuclear war is going to destroy everything. I don't know if they realize this or not. But that's scary over there. Von Miller of the Denver Broncos to appear on Dancing with the Stars. Man, you living lavishly because you won the Super Bowl? Man, sit your asses down, man. Don't nobody care that y'all won the Super Bowl. Now you're dancing, having a good time while my bears was on the couch. Now forget y'all, man. The Bobby Christina autopsy unsealed, huh? Oh, man. Let's see. Uh, let me click on this and see. So he did an autopsy on Bobby Christina. That's uh, Bobby Brown and uh, Whitney Houston's daughter. 13 months after she was found unconscious in her bathtub and more than eight months after she died without ever regaining consciousness, to explain what happened, the result of her Georgia autopsy was finally unsealed Thursday. It may be another day before the public learns why the daughter of the late Whitney Houston is dead and buried in a grave in New Jersey next to her mother. Man, so sad, man. 22 years old, man. 
I want to know. I want to know what happened, man. Oh, that's tragic. Shout out to Bobby Brown, man. I hope you're doing well. Jeez. Um, Obama's to stay in D.C. so Sasha can finish school. Look at that, being a family out here. Oh, they're just being a family out here, thinking they better than us out here, huh? Man, dog. Warriors still doing it out here, I see. Warriors just out here killing it, and I'm tired of it, man. I'm done. I'm tired of the Warriors having a good time. Meanwhile, my Bulls on like a four-game losing streak. I've had it. I've had it. I'm done with all of this. Can't take it no more, man. Anywho, uh, I saw the um, new Ghostbusters trailer for uh, the new Ghostbusters joint with all-female cast, man. Trailer was pretty cool, man. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know about y'all, but I loved Ghostbusters growing up, man. That that was my movie. That I, I watched that movie so many times, man. Y'all just don't understand. I remember me and my boys used to act out the little... <laughs> that scene where they were in the library and that ghost turned around on them and they just... They just flew back. They were like running backwards as the ghost revealed itself. They were running backwards. That shit was so hilarious. Me and my boy. It was me. Let me tell you something about me. My best friends growing up was Robert and Leon. We were were like the three amigos. It was us three against the world. Me, Leon, Robert. We were like the fat boys. We were like the fat boys like in disorderlies. We was like, yo, that's us. You know, uh. My boy Leon was the biggest and he could beatbox. So he was like the human beatboxer. Robert was just, you know, Robert. So he was the other guy. And then me, I guess I was the light-skinned Prince Marky D of the group. Even though I don't consider myself light-skinned, just to put that out there. I'm not light-skinned, y'all. Y'all can chime in and tell me what you think. But I really don't care unless you think I'm dark. Because I think... I don't think I fall into the light skin category. You wouldn't describe me as that light skin dude over there. Oh, light skin Tony. I'm not light skin Tony, man. Y'all damn me apart out here with these light skin accusations, man. Now, how come Italian dudes always getting torn apart? You damn me apart over here, huh? You eating me alive. You damn me apart. What do you want from me, huh? <laughs> I like talking like you're tearing me apart over here, man. You're killing me. You're killing me out here. Um, but anyway, yeah, like, oh, Morgan Freeman reveals the secret to his voice. Oh, man, I'm going to have to check that out, man. I want to be known for my voice, man. Like, I want to I wanna do voiceover. You know, you know what? That'd be dope. Like if I was doing just mad voiceover, not even like real acting roles, just voiceover acting and doing stand up. Oh, lavishly. Like if I can get on the animated series and just be on there forever and just doing stand up on weekends. Oh, come on, man. That's the life, B. Mm. Uh, took a swig of that water, though. This particular podcast, though, um, I ask people to, you know, ask me questions and topics that they wanted me to uh, touch on on my podcast. So and people people chimed in, man. People hit me up and uh, so I'm going to be going through those on this episode of Verbal Cardio. Um, And I'm going to try to give you all some shout outs, too. But I know some of y'all got these weird 
Instagram names, it's like hard to read or even hard to say. Like, you know, I can't even. So somebody asked me, how long have you been in comedy? Uh, I started doing comedy. It'll be eight years next month that I've been doing stand-up comedy, man. Eight years. Eight years strong doing stand-up comedy. Shout out to at Hunch Zero Zero. He or she asked that one. Uh, at Dakota Schmidt 94 acts, why are the Green Bay Packers the best team in the history of the NFL? First of all, fuck this question, okay? This question is just blasphemous right here. And I'm offended that you would even ask a question like this because it's absurd. It's an absurd question. I'm deeply offended to my core. And I don't even want to address this vile question, but you know what? I will. I will address this. The Green Bay Packers are not the best team in the NFL, in the history of the NFL. Um, They don't have the most Super Bowl rings, so that takes them out of the running there. Um, Yes, they are one of the oldest teams, as is my team, the Chicago Bears. Yes, they do have more Super Bowl wins than my Chicago Bears, but what makes Green Bay just not one of the best teams in the history of the NFL is their name is whack. First of all, the green Bay Packers, like, what are you packing? What are you packing? Okay. Are you packing cans of goods? That's a whack ass team. You know, that's a whack mascot. That's why they have no picture on their helmet. That's why it's just a G for green Bay. How lame is just a G and yes, Chicago only has a C on the helmet, but we could easily have a bear on that helmet as well. We just choose not to, but at least we have the option to put a bear on the helmet. Where's the Packers symbol? Oh, there isn't one with your little relish and mustard colors, man. Man, forget y'all. But shout out to at Dakota dot Schmidt 94 for asking that lame ass question. Um, the annoying Mexican at the annoying Mexican. Would you ever add a Mexican to your podcast? Um, I would add anybody to my podcast. Uh, I don't discriminate based on uh racial and ethnic background but i'm doing this podcast solo for now so um i'm not having any any blacks mexicans whites asians indians native americans eskimos right now i'm not having nobody on here okay um but shout out to you for asking the question uh at qet underscore riot asked me when santiago and crimwood gonna have beef uh, if you're not familiar with Santiago and Crimwood, Travis Santiago is a villain character I created uh, on Instagram. Benedict Crimwood is another character I created. He's a, a drug kingpin. Um, I'm spoofing him from uh, Pablo Escobar on the show Narcos. And uh, so he basically asks, he or she basically asks, when are those two characters going to have beef? I've definitely been toying with the notion to have those two meet. Stay tuned. Um, At, what is this? KLF underscore underscore underscore. Whatever happened to the water supply? That's uh, towards Travis Santiago. Nothing happened to the water supply, but it was my plan all along to get the water supply. <laughs> yeah. Um, at Mr. Lee 2276 asks, 
Who do you admire in comedy, past, present, and future? Who do I admire in comedy, man? Uh, past, present, and future. Past, uh, definitely George Carlin, Red Fox, uh, Richard Pryor. Um, those guys are the ones I'm most familiar with. Like, you know, considered the past. Um, those guys... I remember listening to George Carlin on this uh, little radio show that used to come on in Chicago. Uh, It it was called Dr. Demento, and they used to play clips of uh, George Carlin on there. And I remember really liking his voice. Uh, I didn't always understand what he was talking about, but I really liked listening to this cat talk. And it was just funny to me. And, um, you know, Richard Pryor is Richard Pryor, of course. I remember the first time I remember seeing Richard Pryor. I was just used to his mustache. Like, his mustache really stood out to me. I was like, yeah, yeah. And then the times I would see him with no stash, I just thought he looked so weird to me with no stash. But I was like, yeah. But I knew him from, you know, those movies with Gene Wilder. Because I would see, it was either Silver Streak or Stir Crazy. I would see that movie and I'd be like, yo, that's uh, Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. And then... You know, I saw a stand-up later on down the line. Um, and who else did I say? Pass. Said George Carlin, Richard Pryor. Oh, and Red Fox is, come on, Red Fox? Sanford the Sun is one of my favorite TV shows of all time, man. Red Fox was so hilarious on that show. It's just ridiculous. Like, everything he did and said to me was funny. And then, like, I just liked him as a character, like, as a person, like, you know, even even though he was mean and stuff, I, I, I could feel sorry for him in an instant. Like, yo, and his little walk, his little waddle, man, everything was classic about Fred G. Sanford, man. So Red Fox is definitely one of my favorite cats. Um, present, I guess in the now. Oh, also, I'm going to throw this in the past, too. Uh, Sinbad and Damon Wayans, man. I watched all of this. You know, I watch Tommy Davidson a lot too. Tommy Davidson's uh, Showtime special that he filmed in DC, and then his other one, Illin in Philly. All the Sinbad specials, man. Sinbad was just Sinbad and Damon Wayans. Those were my guys, man. Like I love their count. I love their HBO specials. Uh, I thought they were hilarious. So everything they did, I supported, man. Like you know, every Damon Wayans movies, I caught that at the movie theater. Um, Cause you know I love Damon on *The Living Color*, and um, you know, and then once he did, like the last Boy Scout came out, I was pumped. Cause I was like, "Yo, Damon Wayans is in an action movie, man!" And I was excited about that. And then when I saw it, I loved it. And uh, you know, of course, uh, *Mo Money* and then uh, *Major Pain*. *Blank Man* is slept on. Uh, I even watched, you know, the the films that were considered flops like uh, Celtic Pride and The Great White Hype. Everything he did, I was on board. And Bulletproof was dope, too. Him and Adam Sandler? Come on, man. Come on. And then Sinbad, you know, he had House Guest and uh, First Kid, his Fox TV show. I was all on that. And then... Um, the Cherokee Kid on HBO, man, those are the guys. Those are definitely the guys. And then the pre- as far as present, I really like Bill Burr, Louis C.K., um, Rob Stapleton cracks me up every time. Um, 
who else do I like? There's so many comedians that I see now. It's really hard for me to say because I'm in these clubs all the time now. So I see so much comedy now live. I try not to watch a lot of specials now because it's just too many specials and they ain't special to be honest with you. But uh, I was watching Cedric the Entertainer for the past like three weeks, man. Dude is just mad likable, dog. It's just crazy seeing one of the kings of comedy up there, and I'm like, yo, this dude, I see why this dude is who he is, man. It's just, he's just got a likability, and he's hilarious. So it's just like, man, it's that, it's that, it's that intangible that he has, man. And like, I, I rewind back when I'm sitting there at Flappers watching him live, like right there, and I'll be on that same show with him next week. It's just gonna, it's just gonna be surreal for him to to bring me to the stage. And I remember in 2000, like watching the original Kings of Comedy at the movie theater, not even not even thinking I was remotely going to be a comedian, but just enjoying them. And I'm like, wow, fast forward to now. Shit is crazy, man. And in the future, man, the future, you got so many of my peers that I see going places. Keenan Baker, man, Keenan Baker. Is getting so strong, man. Uh, I could just see see the greatness in him, man. Keon Poli, DC Irvin, man. Brandon Lewis, Chaz Rogers, man. Um, Jamar Neighbors, uh, so many, man. Kenesha Bus, Cornelia Stradwick, man. As long as everybody stays on it, man, the sky's the limit, man. There's so many. I got so many funny periods. It's just ridiculous. As long as they stay on it, man, they got the future locked. Lock zone, man. Lock zone. Um, let me go to another question now. Um, do do do. <laughs> Somebody at Barbed Wire Candyland asks why do men always bash the side chick um that's a good ass question um i don't know why they always bash the side chick part of it is a self-defense mechanism because they they feel like by bashing them they can keep their feelings at bay for this other woman that they have outside of their own woman um which is whacking in itself um so they try to make it seem like they don't care about this side. You just my side chick. But uh, it's just a front. Or it could be it could be a valid feeling. Like maybe maybe they just don't respect you at all because you a side chick or um, it's just that, you know, self-defense mechanism. Maybe they see it as a temporary thing. So to avoid, you know, getting attached, let me bash you. Let me just disrespect. Let me bash you up and see, you know, see if you hang in there, you know, and uh, it's whack. It's whack as hell, man. Uh, side chicks don't deserve that. I mean, you know, and a lot of y'all be like, they don't, they deserve the worst treatment. I mean, sometimes you can't help who you fall for, man. And, you know, some people hang in that main relationship with the side and then shit gets messy, man. It never works out. You know, so bash yourself for having a side chick and for being one, you know, because it's going to get messy. It's going to get ugly. Feelings are going to be hurt. But, yeah, I don't know why they always bash the side chick, man. But I, I think that's the biggest part of it. Just like that self-defense. Like, yeah, hey, you got no feelings. But fuck that side chick. man. I ain't, got no, I ain't getting attached. I ain't having it, man. It's whack as hell, but but it's out there, man. It's out there. 
side chick bashing going down. Interesting question, though. Uh, I wonder if she ever been a side chick. I'm wondering now. Um, at Tyree Walker 75, if Donald Trump becomes president, what should American citizens do? Uh, a lot of people threatening to leave the country. I've heard that before when George Bush got elected. Nobody went anywhere. You sat your asses down and just stayed here in this country, man. Um, I don't know. If he gets elected, I'm going to really just be disappointed in America as a whole, man. Because I'm like, really, y'all support this kind of dude right here? This 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 bigot right here? Y'all, y'all are really supporting him. I'm going to be so disappointed in the American people. Like, you can't, you can't see the fault in this gentleman right here. I mean, let him be a sleazy businessman all day, but you want him, somebody like him running the country? Have you listened to him? T- I mean, I'd be disappointed with Americans. Like, because he has, and people are supporting the shit out of him. I'm just like, oh, God, come on, y'all. Y'all got to do better than this, man. I mean, I don't trust I don't trust any politician to be honest with you, but this guy, come on. Just the joke. He's a joke, man. So I'm blaming the people, not even him. And you know, I gotta sit here and marinate in this guy. President Trump? He's gonna be meeting with world leaders? Oh, come on. Oh man, it just made me throw up in my mouth a little bit. He's gonna be meeting with a with world leaders. He's gonna represent us. And some people are like, yeah, let him represent us. Yes. Yes. He's honest. Is he honest? No, he's not. He's not honest, man. You be lying, talking about, I don't know anything about David Duke or the Klan. Come on, man. That's honesty to you? Whatever, man. Dude's a bigot. I can't have it, man. Can't have it. Granted, I'm sure we've had some bigoted leaders before, but this dude with the blatant, you know, bigotry, and y'all are like, hey, that's refreshing, man. He's keeping it mad real. So what? That's not a good trait, man. Serial killers keep it real, too. <laughs> that, don't, that don't mean shit. Dude's whack, man. Am I staying in the country? Yeah, I ain't going nowhere. I ain't got the money to move like that, man. I can't just, I can't just go to France just because I'm unhappy with who y'all elected as president. I'm going to be sitting right here, but I'm going to be complaining. I'm going to be talking that shit. At Kaiujin underscore Milstead. These names are killing me, man. Y'all killing me with these names. Why do people always grunt while they're running in the fucking gym? Like, come on, man. You ain't a gorilla. I don't know why people grunt when they're running. I personally hate doing cardio, but I do it. But I'm quiet the whole time. I don't know. Maybe I'm not pushing myself enough, but I definitely ain't going to be on the treadmill by myself with the elliptical. Like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, that's mad annoying. Like, shut your ass up, man. Don't it's just an attention grab. Like, look at me. I'm really digging in 110 percent. Like, come on, man. Shut your ass up on the treadmill. And have you heard of gorilla though? Gorillas, man. Gorillas sound scary. I don't know if you heard a gorilla in full like roar, man. Just imagine the silverback gorilla in your kitchen when you came home one day. Like you was coming home from running errands or just your day at work. And it's a silverback gorilla 
in your kitchen, chilling. Like, as soon as you walked in, y'all made eye contact. What do you do in that situation? What would you do if you saw a silverback gorilla, booty out, smooth, silver-bootied, furry-on, silverback gorilla right in your kitchen? He caught you in mid-grocery bag hold, and he just like, yo, oh, y'all home? Except he doesn't talk like that. There's no, there's no verbal communication. It's just his eyes locked eyes with yours and he just looking at you with that leathery gorilla face and just like you don't know what his next move is gonna be you don't know if he just gonna show his teeth you don't know if he gonna run over there and rip your arms off but it's just a pure silverback gorilla in your kitchen what do you do if y'all listen to this podcast tell me what you would do if you saw a silverback gorilla in your kitchen Sorry about that question, but hey, man. Uh, at Scooby321 asks, do you listen to any podcasts? You know what? I don't. Uh, I'm not a real big podcast listener, man. Um, I listen to music primarily or uh, audio of my stand-up. That's pretty much what I listen to. Um, I know it's whacking me to have a podcast and I don't really listen to them, but I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Um yeah, I, I just don't listen to them. But they are cool, though. Like, when I do hear them, like, when I'm riding with other people, they got them playing. I dig them, man. I'm like, yo, podcasts are pretty cool because you can just talk about whatever, just like I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? But um, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I don't do that. Um, I'm going to do one more question and get the hell out of here. Um, <laughs> at Dale Earnhardt Jr., you think Craig from Friday really stole those boxes? You know what? I was asking myself that. I'm like, did Craig really steal them boxes? And like, what what was in the boxes? Was they empty boxes? Like, because Chris Tucker had a valid question. What, what the fuck you stealing boxes for? Like, what was in those boxes? Like, that's a whole nother element to the story that I want to touch on. Like, you know. Like, if I ever meet F. Gary Gray and, like, DJ Pooh or whatever, I'm going to ask about the boxes at work. Like, was Craig guilty? Like, I feel like he never really fought for his innocence. Like, even when he told Smokey, like, no, nah, I ain't still no boxes. But they say they did. Got me on tape and everything. If they had him on tape, this nigga really, Craig really stole those boxes. I think Craig stole those boxes, though. But was he stealing empty boxes? Like, I want to know what was in the boxes. Because Craig ain't innocent out here, man. He's still a regular dude. What what was his vice? You know what I mean? Like, what was Craig into? You know, Smokey smoked and lied. But what Craig, Craig was still in boxes. So, yes, <laughs> I think Craig had something to do with them boxes. Whether he was stealing them for a friend or whatever, I don't know. What was in the boxes, I'm not too sure. Was he stealing boxes so he can sell them on the street, make a little easy money? Perhaps. But I think Craig really was stealing boxes, man. So he got fired on his day off, man. Anyway, man, thanks for listening to my uh, question portion of the verbal cardio Um I'll be back again with another randomly placed episode for your ass. Um, I don't know when, man. I'm random as hell, man. 
I don't know when I'm driving the next one, but it's coming soon. Oh, oh, it's coming soon, man. But please, man, please, thank you for listening. Hit me up at Tony Baker on Instagram. I'm sorry, at Tony Baker Comedy on Instagram, at Tony Baker Comedy on Snapchat, Comedian Tony Baker on Facebook, uh, Tony Baker Comedy on YouTube, man. Hit me up. Tony Baker Comedy on Twitter, man. But hit me up on Instagram and Snapchat. Um, Those are the ones I check the most, man. If you got any questions you want me to tackle, hit me up, man. Let me know you're enjoying the show, man. Also, man, listen to me on iTunes. Um, And if you listen to me on iTunes, rate the podcast. Put a a little review up there, man. That's a good look. And uh, thank you for listening to another session of that Verbal Guardian.